Mary Sita Wisdom. How are we doing, everybody? Ron, we got you on. Yes, you do. All right. A little bit of intro. I still haven't found what I'm looking for. It was a song by the band U2. It was actually a gospel song, and they went to Harlem. They went and sang with the choir in Harlem. And it just struck me today about being in Lent, people searching. Yeah, the the title there looks like I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Right. So uh, what is it that we are all looking for? And uh, why haven't we found it? Or have we found it and maybe don't recognize it? Boy, that's a I, what a what a question, Ron. Because um, <laughs> you know, sometimes I feel like I found it and then I lost it. <laughs> but you know, I think everything points to Jesus, right? At the end of the day. Uh, but I love. I think one of the reasons why I love playing music, and certainly with any of our uh, arts, whether it be books or movies or music, in in in, in all of that. Humanity, humans, we're always looking. We're we're looking for that connection, right? And it's that connection. Some, you know, we believe that that connection is really with God. Uh, yes. I believe that. We, you, I know you believe it. Um, hope all our listeners and, believe it. But that emptiness. You know, talk about that emptiness feeling. It's like, well, that emptiness is going to be fulfilled. Um, certainly at the end of time, but I hope it's fulfilled when when I cross the pearly gates, right? Well, it's already happening. Yeah, oh, that's even better. <laughs> it's already it's happening. happening now. It's happening now because heaven is here on earth. Yeah, because what? Uh, when, you know, many of our uh, uh, the, uh, theologians today are saying that the new age began with the death and resurrection of the Lord. Yeah, right. And eventually it is coming to fulfillment, slowly, but nonetheless going. But Sounds like your phone, Ron. Not answering it. It's, that's, <laughs> it's that's just, the Lord calling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, and you know, Kevin, this whole notion we were asking a question. Uh, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Oh, I think that in many ways we just need to be a little more circumscript and find that, uh, as Gerald Manley Hopkins wrote in his great poem, "The Hound of Heaven." The hound of heaven is, is, is after us all the time, in a good sense. Um, he's seeking us. So if, if we're looking to be sure, God knows and has, wants that connection and will give us that connection as soon as we open up something or clear some debris out of the way. And maybe that's what Lent is all about, Kevin, clearing the debris so that um, you know, we we can we can really not only find the Lord, but have a deeper relationship with with Jesus. Uh, I think well, that's I, that's part of it. I love uh, you say clear, and the word that comes to mind is clarity. You know, there's a bit of fogginess. You know, so I can I don't I I kind of know what I'm looking for. I know what I'm looking for, uh, I, but I think our listeners would probably say, yeah. I mean, there's times when there there is no clarity there it's not very clear and and how am i being guided by god and how is you know we hear this a lot ron let's go to church 
you know, Jesus loves you and God is with you. What my my question always is, what, what does that mean for the individual? What does that mean to to those in the us in the world? What does it mean that God is with me always? God is walking with me. And those are a lot you know of questions. the answer to that, Kevin. We have it in our DNA because all of us, all human beings, all creation comes forth from the hand of God. And uh, so we make it, uh, you know, more real through our baptism and the infusion of the spirit. But God is in all things. Um, So it's in the DNA. Uh, Some days it's clearer. And some days it may not be. Uh, so it's up to us to kind of wash the window to let the sun come in, maybe, uh, or get rid of some stuff that's blocking. And maybe that's what Lent is about. And uh, to allow you, that. Yeah. Where you get back. And here's uh, from Matthew chapter nine, you know, when the disciples of John, they came to, to, you know, why do the Pharisees and why do we fast, but your disciples fast? And Jesus said, well, the wedding guests cannot mourn as long as the bridegroom is with them, can they? Days will come when the bridegroom is taken away, and then they will fast. So the disciples of John compared their religious observation that of Jesus and his father's followers. You know, and sometimes do I contrast my own practice with that of others? You know, what's 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 what are the Joneses doing? Am I drawn either to pride or to despair? You know, but Lent calls me to walk humbly with God in company with and in prayer for others as well. Yes, that is correct. So if we, if this uh, DNA is in all creatures, whether they're uh, Christians or not, it's there in everyone. There's no distinction here. Uh, it's in everyone. Um, we're blessed uh, because we have that relationship with the Lord through our baptism. The spirit is alive in us. So I, I like to think that Lent, you know, we got to, it, it's kind of like what's happening in the weather now, almost, Kevin, you know, it's uh, uh, suddenly we're aware that the light is with us a little more. It's well over an hour since uh, December uh, that this, we, we, you know, our, our sunset is much later now. It's well after five o'clock. Um, then suddenly, after this cold snap that we had, um, the temps went up. We could see it uh, and feel it. And the snow, the large amount of snow, is beginning to evaporate into the ground, of course, because nothing ever falls from heaven that is not to put to good use. Uh, but nonetheless, something is opening now, opening. And I thought I read somewhere along the line that the word uh, Lent really means spring springtime yeah in another language so um it's a time of great opening um and we need to kind of run in there and allow it to take place in us what about this whole thing about putting things aside or giving them up for lent is is it so that i can be more clearly in the presence of of jesus who, who rejoices in my company. So Jesus rejoices when I am in the company of him. When yeah, you know, uh, 
using the same analogy, uh, the windows are pretty dirty after the winter. Uh, so if you get out there with some Windex or whatever you use and clean them up, oh my goodness, the amount of light that comes in and we can look out and it's, it's just opening. So that's the whole notion, I think, with the uh, three moves, movements of Lent, which is always prayer, fasting, and charity but particularly the, the fasting one, letting go so that we can take on something new. Um, so, you know, we usually do it with regard to uh, food, although it could be uh, fasting from uh, being on screen time too much so that we have more time to uh, be more observant and be more aware of how God wants to relate to us and be open to that. And then of course, prayer fits in there because what is that? That's knocking on the door. Uh, it's, it's, being, it's spending quiet time. It's not necessarily uh, you know, praying verbal prayers or it can be that too, but it, it just might be quiet. You know, the other day I just went outside and I stood on my front porch for a while and I looked up at the sky, you know, the beautiful clouds passing by and, you know, the moisture going up to heaven. Nothing comes down that doesn't have an effect. And I just spent some time marveling at that. That's, that's prayer, too. I think some people would say that's contemplation. Uh, it's just being aware that you are part of uh, this process that we call nature, uh, you know, and God is showing himself in that. Um, so, yeah, we, we clear some of the debris so we can be more open. Otherwise, there's no reason why I shouldn't eat popcorn or <laughs> candy or, or ice cream. Uh, it's, it's kind of a neutral thing. But it gives me, uh, I think, a little more strength, a little more focus. Because when I get all that, I always have a problem with potato chips. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, it's my weakness. Uh, or I have to hide them sometimes. Uh, but I think, you know, it just helps me to uh, focus a little better that I'm not always running for the bag and going for a few. <laughs> you know, Ron, we were talking a little bit before about um, Richard Rohr, and I was quoting uh, Richard Rohr, and if you don't mind me quoting him now, I think it's in his chapter from uh, Falling Upward. It's a spirituality for the two halves of life and chapter called Stumbling Over the Stumbling Stone. And his commentary was to the effect that, you know, in as much as we try to engineer or plan our own enlightenment, it's doomed to failure when it will be ego driven. You will see only what you've already decided to look for and you cannot see what you are not ready or told to look for. So failure and humiliation force you to look where you never would otherwise. So I think of giving something up, you know, not necessarily failure, but depriving yourself of something or at times when we do fail or things do happen to us, you know, how do we, how, do, how does that change us? So if we, he says we must stumble and fall, he's sorry to say. Um, actually, he said, We'll never learn how to give up control to the real. And he puts real guide in, in, in caps. Um, this kind of falling is what I mean by necessary suffering, which I, uh, which, you know, he describes on later in another chapter. But I almost feel like 
it's not necessarily Jesus or God testing us, but that we talked about this before with everyone about man, Jesus allows, God allows us our own free will and the natural course of things. So things will happen to us all. Uh, it's a question of how do we respond in the course of those things in the light of Christ or not? Yeah, again, that, that gets, you just mentioned something about stumbling there. Uh, there's a lot of debris sometimes that we bring. Our own preoccupations, uh, things that we like uh, to do. It's not that we should be punishing ourselves. That's not what this is about. This is about opening and clearing away something so we get a better vision, a better sense, be more open to what's going on so I can respond to it. And that's where the charity part comes in uh, for Lent. Um, you know, that we, we see what's necessary out there. Uh, my goodness. You are a popular man today, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Anyway, I didn't lose us, did I? No, you're good. Okay. Uh, yeah, I just, it was a message and I let it go. Okay, we're back. Uh, but yeah, I like that notion, Kevin, of clearing. Yeah. Uh, get, getting yeah. rid of of stuff just like we go outside now maybe on a, uh maybe we're shoveling a bit of snow to clear off a sidewalk or uh sweep away some salt that's there so that what we can open up i think that's i i that's I, I loved i shared with you what my spiritual director said when i said i gave up bakery goods for lunch for lunch <laughs> and um she she said well Tell me how that connects you with God, which was a great question, which I've all, which I have pondered. And, yeah, and one right. of the things it does is, and I've told, I said this to her, I said, you know, when I drove by one of my favorite bakeries that I normally stop at, I drove by and I didn't think about what I was missing, but I thought what I was trying to, who I was trying to connect with. And it's God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit. Uh, to something bigger than, and it just, and it just kind of washed away. And, and what I've been trying to do is get to that uh, contemplation of letting, you know, becoming a blank slate, if you will. And I think that's the start of it. That's not the end of it, but that's definitely the start of it. And you had, I mentioned this to you and you mentioned, well, it reminds you of, you know, you're trying not to be selfish. You're you know, she she gave me a, a notion. She said, "Well, when you when you would have made that stop to the bakery, we'll pull out some of that money you would have spent and put it in a jar. It doesn't have to be everything, but put put some money in a jar that you would have done, and at the end, you know, do something with that money, yeah, um, right. meaning you know, like to charity or or what." Sure, absolutely. Uh, so we always have to avoid doing the right thing for the wrong reason. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't for me. I mean, certainly it's healthy, but. The same time, I um, and I haven't come to a conclusion, nor am I rushing to to come to the conclusion during this Lenten journey of where that's going to bring me either. Um, so I think we have to be open to where the Spirit um, is guiding us, where our guardian angels are are helping us, and and then you know one of the the connection as we always talk about now, this is, brings all the way back down to our faith and the practice of our religion to prayer um, or, or, to the, or to the sacraments, right? 
Yes, and, uh, and because we have, you know, uh, divine DNA in us, there's, the spirit is always nudging. Uh, I'll just give you one example. The other day, a good friend of mine sent a text about her cousin, who I happen to know, who came down with the virus, and everybody's concerned about that. So she said, please pray for her. And so I texted back and said, sure, I'd be happy to do that. And then I let it go. And then all of a sudden I got this nudge. That's not enough. Call, get, it, get her into a conversation. She would probably love to be able to open to you and let some of her anxieties and fears come out. You can't do that in a text. And so I did, I called and it was true. You know, there was about a 10 minute conversation and a lot of it was my listening. And, um, you know, she appreciated the fact that I was willing to hear some of her anxiety. Uh, and I think it's little things like that, that once we push aside certain things, then we're more aware of these little nudges or the spirit promptings is another way to look at it. And it will often say to us here, hey, look at this. You could do this, do it. Because now you're not distracted. Leave the potato chip bag in the pantry. <laughs> get, yourself, get yourself thinking about some other stuff that you can do that's more profitable for others always. Yeah. Good stuff here, Kevin. We're talking it is. about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So, and all right. I think of our, I think of our listeners, uh, you know, uh, could join in with us. They, they would offer some wonderful thoughts, too, that oh, they've I'd discovered. Love, yeah. Uh, yeah, and so we, we should share that. We should. Yeah, so if you... If you have any thoughts uh, as we conclude tonight, today's session, I should say, and um, please give us a thought. So I do have a shout out to Mary at St. Monica's. So thank you, Mary, for listening and for sharing, um, you know, your kind words with Ron and I. So, um, Ron, any final thoughts here as we... Well, we, we had, a, I had a, uh, also a shout out to a couple at Mary C to appreciate uh, things that we're trying to do on these little podcasts. Um, and, uh, you know, this all started about a year ago. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. And well, it's, yeah, it's nice, crazy. <laughs> it is nice, crazy. I just, it's, it's very nice, crazy. Right. Yeah. Uh, because, uh, you know, it's leading to something and it's, it's sharing uh, a lot of what we're discovering. And this is how God is working in the spirit in all of us. So if what we share here triggers other people to share with others, whoa, and the message is moving around. Spirits, spirits really buzzing now. <laughs> there you go. So I just right. have a quick, quick uh, uh, Bible verse for today from Philippians. Rejoice in the Lord always, and I shall say it again, rejoice. Your kindness should be made known to all. The Lord is near. Have no anxiety at all, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, make your requests known to God. Then the peace of God that surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Ron, thoughts, prayers to finish? Well, I think you just offered one there. That's very oh, good. Dear, yeah. So okay. let's uh, call down God's blessing upon all of us, all those who are sharing and listening with us, uh, so that we have to continue this wonderful journey of Lent to be able to celebrate the passion death and the lord's resurrection 
which is just a little bit ahead, but that it continues beyond Easter into the time ahead. Thank you, Ron. A quick blessing, please. And may Almighty God bless us all, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and remain with us forever. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Ron. Thanks, Kevin. Are we going Peace. out with some good music? We are going to go out with some Aunt, uh, Andrea Botticelli, uh, Bocelli oh. and Matteo song called right. Fall, Fall on Me. All right, Ron. Everyone, peace out. Yes, thank you. I thought sooner or later the lights up above will come down in circles and God made a love. But I don't know what's right for me. I cannot see straight. I've been here too long and I don't want to wait for it. Fly like a cannonball straight to my soul. Tear me to pieces and make me feel whole I'm willing to fight for it and carry this weight But with every step I keep questioning what is true Fall on me with open arms Fall with all